Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, back here with you in Burgundy Gold today, Hour 2. Scott Jackson here on the Team 90 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Big L is normally here, or is it Big Baby L? Have we changed his name yet? Has it been officially? There has been no official change yet. No official change yet. Dang it. Doc was supposed to do it last Friday, but then he had a senior moment and forgot to do it. But anyway, hopefully he'll remember this Friday. I'll try to remind him tomorrow. Doc will be with me tomorrow, or I'll be with Doc, however you want to look at that. And uh, the Big L with Doc on Friday, Big Baby L. And he's doing overtime on the other station tonight. All right, some tweets to get to. You can hit me up there at Jackson Sports or phone lines at 301-230-0980. Look, I know what – everybody's got their opinion about what should happen. I get it because I have mine too, and you have yours. But what do you think the team's thinking? Like, this is what I'm fascinated about. Like, And I know a lot of times we get caught up in our own feelings and what we want and what have you, but, like, how do you flesh this out if you're the team, right? I've said it. Multiple times in the last 24 to 48 hours. Do you think Dan Snyder would actually like to give Jim Irsay more or less when it comes to the 2023 draft? I would think less. But to do that, you'd have to curb your enthusiasm, if you will, on one Carson Wentz, right? You'd have to maybe manipulate the snap count, even if you wanted to play him again. You could still play him and manipulate the snaps, right, in order to achieve that. You could have packages for Taylor Heineke or Sam Howell. <laughs> you could, you know, in blowout games, take him out. Whether it's you getting your ass kicked or you're kicking somebody's ass. You know what I'm saying? You could do that. And there's ways to do it. But, yeah, it's a little challenging. No question. And we know how well Carson reacted in, in Philly when they decided to have a Jalen Hurts package early in that season. So maybe not the best thing in the world. But they did invest a lot there. And Jackie uh, tweets me to say, I think they will win Sunday, but I feel whether Taylor is doing well or not, Wentz will go back in when healthy because they are paying him too much money. There could be that. And they be- and look, it, remember the, the one like public moment we had from this owner in the last month, which was on a Zoom call where he wasn't actually being shown. He was talking to the Maryland Gambling Board, and he said, hey, you know, <laughs> he said two things. Oh, boy. FedEx Field's going to be full this year. And, um, oh, gosh. And uh, the other one was we have ourselves a quarterback. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, that worked out about as well as the stadium stuff. Um, Commander Parade Planner says the brain trust only goal is 7-9. and nine. Now, it can't be 7-9, 7-10, and, nine, seven and ten, remember, or 8-9. and nine, Because, remember, there's 17 games this year. Avoid total disaster and roll it back next year for more mediocrity. Uh, habitual Wine Sipper said it was fun to dream, but I fear we are stuck with him. And the merry band of statement issues. Talking about the owner, we were playing off that uh, story earlier from Albert Breer from SI.com. Yeah, I mean, uh, until we see something to prove otherwise, I, I think you could be onto something there, my man. All right, three zero one two three zero zero nine eight. Which way do you think they're leaning in this thing? And this is where it's a little tricky, right, for for Ron Rivera as the head coach and the, the guy who, as he said and said very passionately and with very many uh, cuss words. Uh, Thursday night after the Bears game that he was the one who made the decision. He looked at all the tape. He looked at everything, looked at the analytics, and he came to the decision Carson was the guy to go with. Okay, there you go. That ends that conversation. So that's what the coach said. But does have, have the six weeks moved him away from that? Can Taylor Heineke do enough to get him off his spot, if you will, or off his, off his stance, right? Can it? That's what you have to wonder. And, again, how does the young Sam Howell factor in all this, or does he this season? All right, three zero one two three zero zero nine eight. Bones in Southeast. How you doing, buddy? 
Scott Jackson, my main man. Scott, check it out, man. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, you know, like Ron did say he did the analytics, right? Yeah. And then you still got those guys, you know, those people, man. That you know, the fans, right? You know, they, you know, they, they kind, they lukewarm on my main man Taylor Heineke, right? Yeah. Shout out to my girl Sabah, man. You know, Sabah one hundred with Taylor Heineke, you know. And I'm saying, I know Taylor Heineke is limited, right? You know, but you got to look at that second-round pick, man. You got to look at that second-round pick. And it appears to me that Carson Wentz is going back into that mode like he did in Philly when uh, Jalen Hurts, when they started working out Jalen Hurts. Now, why he want to put on some gear and run out on the field for the day for? You know, just to get some attention. You know what I mean? Sometimes I tell you, man, you got to let this thing go. We have to let it go. Ron have to let it go. I'm willing to go the rest of this season with Taylor Heineke and Sam Howell and start the new season next year in training camp with Taylor Heineke, Sam Howell, and possibly somebody drafted. You know what I'm saying? This Carson Wentz thing, man, this experiment, we got to let it go, man. It's getting too much ink, man. And we got to dry the ink up, man, and let it go, man. Hey, Scott, I love you, man. Thanks for taking my call, man. Peace. Thank you, Bones. Love you as well. Thanks for uh, jumping in. No, I mean, it's not a crazy plan. Uh, it's not. And it you'd have to kind of suck up your pride a little bit, right? Suck it up. And, look, no matter what they do, you know, if you go that route, you, you are admitting guilt, right? You're admitting uh, that you couldn't make it work. It's kind of an indictment on – you as the person who was the decider, it's a bit of an indictment, certainly in your offensive coordinator, I suppose, as well. Or maybe it's not. I mean, because, again, we've seen this. The guy who knew him best, uh, Indianapolis, struggled with him last year. But I, I couldn't get past this thought after they traded for him. And I went over this a lot. And, you know, the 20 – and, again, this is why 27 and 7, you know, 27 touchdowns, 7 picks can be so deceiving. Uh, and, you know, this is why yesterday I also talked to – um, Nick Ackridge from PFF about this from Pro Football Focus, and this is why these guys do grades, right? Because not all numbers are, are equal, right? Like, you know, like what plays and things like that. But the thing about Wentz that really blew me away last year, when you dug into the best games, the winning games for the Colts, was essentially there was less Carson in them. Like, that was the common denominator in a lot of them, which was – Less is more with their quarterback. Like, they basically decided to de-emphasize him in those games. And it was it kind of blew me away. I mean, these were not like NFL 20, you know, 22, or I guess last year, 2021, uh, kind of winning numbers, but yet those were the games they won. Like, when you go back and look, like, for example, they beat the Houston Texans 31-3 to uh, in a game where Carson went through the ball 20 times. Um, they also beat the 49ers where he threw the ball 26 times for 150 yards. There was the Buffalo game where they kicked the cr- – I mean, they beat the Bills. The Bills were great last year. Colts beat him in Buffalo 41-15. to Carson Wentz 11-20, 106 yards. Um, they beat the Patriots 27-17 in December. He was 5-12 for 12 for 57 yards and a touchdown and a pick. I mean, these are just – this, like, kind of blows you away. You're like – Wow, so like the way like less was more with them. And when he, you know, threw it more, he had a four hundred yard passing game against Baltimore. They lost that game, you know, and he had to put it out. I mean, that was a close game, it was an overtime game. I think that was a game they jumped on the Ravens early. That was a hell of a comeback, if I remember correctly. That was a yeah, it was a Monday nighter. That was a good one. But it was just strange, right? But they were like really made him conservative Carson and that's what worked better for them. But when you're paying that person that amount of money, you can say to yourself, Well, how I could devise a game plan where my $4 million a year, $125,000 bonus per win guy could do that for us. Yeah, he didn't have the big arm, but hell, were they really taking shots downfield, the Colts? Were they throwing the ball uh, and making big plays week in and week out necessarily? No, they weren't. They had some, but I, I also shared that stat last week that he and Taylor Heineke had the exact same number in terms of you know air yards per attempt last year, which is wild. Absolutely wild, because one guy, you know, is a foot taller and throws bullets. But yet they couldn't even get to that part of his game consistently. Hey, Jay and Frederick, you're next up here on the uh, Team 980 Streaming Live on the Free Odyssey app.
Hey, how's it going today, Scott? Good. How you doing? Uh, I, I, I think, look, Taylor Heineke is an awesome 30 for 30 story. He's a great guy to go have a beer with and to root for. But he's not going to bring us to the promised land. And you made a great point earlier about, you know, you're in the middle in, in these eight, nine win seasons until you get your guy. And let's look at the landscape in college football. You got Bryce Young and CJ Stroud, they're generational. And then the year after, you have Caleb Williams, who's mm-hmm. generational. And if anybody didn't know him from Gonzaga, just go to YouTube and just go watch his highlights from this year at SC. He's doing ridiculous things. So we got to figure out if Sam Howell is the guy. I didn't like the draft pick. I didn't like spending $27 million on on on, on um, the guy we got you know, from the Colts either. But, you know, the, the fact is, is that right now we're in fourth place in our division. Philly's undefeated. I know that's gross sounding, but mm-hmm. we're going to come in probably at last in our division. We're probably not going to have a chance to make the playoffs. There's, I mean, hell, our whole division besides us might make the playoffs. That might, you know, yeah. who, who knows? I mean, but the odds that all three wild cards come out of the same division – I don't know if, 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 I mean, I know, I think two wild cards have come out of a division before, but I mean, this is a new format since 2020. Yeah, no, but it but wouldn't be here. Yeah. The happen. thing is, just like, I think we got to give Sam Howell enough time so we know if we have to start positioning ourselves for a big time draft pick in the next two years. Because those three guys I mentioned, they're not going to fall below probably the third or fourth pick in their drafts, you know? Uh, so we're going to have to do that because if you don't have the quarterback in this league, look, this league doesn't have 32 starting quarterbacks, proving case in point, look at our team right now. But we have to get that guy who, no matter who the owner is, you got to have that guy. No doubt. Now, let me, let me ask you this. What all you said makes too much sense, right? I mean, this is the way you really need to think. You need to think big picture. Kind of what the Panthers are doing, right? Like, we're not going to win anything with Christian yeah. McCaffrey. His salary's holding us back. Uh, you know, same deal with, you know, getting Robbie Anderson out of there. These are smart moves. These are savvy moves. Doesn't mean they're trying to lose every week on the field. You know, you're still trying to put it out on the field. Yeah. But but do you think they'll do that? Will they, will they do that? It doesn't feel like this is a forward-thinking group like that. No, I don't think they will. I, I think you got to get rid of Jerron Payne. I like Jerron Payne, but 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 we're, if they haven't re-signed him now, right. they're not going to re-sign him. Honestly, I think you get rid of Chase Young because because if, if if they're having the success they are right now, and when Chase Young has been injured, they've actually been defensively their best unit. The two times he's been injured, they've been their best unit since he's been here. So get rid of them now. Try to get some draft capital back because you're going to have to go make a play. And the other thing is we have two number twos. I love McLaurin. He is not. Oh, we just lost him. The McLaurin clan knocked him off the air for saying that, Jay. You you went too far, apparently. All right, thanks for the call. Listen, here's the thing about Jerron Payne. You can say trade him, but are you going to get a third or better right now to trade him? In season, that that's the that's the baseline, right? Because if you don't, then you don't trade him because you will get a third in the off season for him if he signs elsewhere. In terms of compensatory, most likely, I think that is the mathematics of that. Uh, I like Deron a lot, but yes, it'll be very difficult to keep him, knowing what you're paying Chase. Excuse me, what you're paying John Allen, what you're going to have to pay Sweat if you decide to keep him long term. Which you know he's had a hell of a year. Has come on, yeah. The sack numbers aren't gaudy, but again, he's been a factor. He's the guy everybody's chipping and trying to to take care of. Look, here's the thing: this sounds great, like to say you just trade Chase, but as you just mentioned, he's been hurt. He's coming back. You know, he's not even back yet. You're not going to you're not going to be able to trade him without playing him. He will have to play again for you to get max value at him. I'm not saying you don't do it down the road, but eh, I think right now you got to come back and let him see what he is. I don't know if I would agree their defense has been at their best without him. Yeah, at the end of last year, they were playing better for a four-week period uh, after he was off the field. But they were also improving. They were trending in the right direction prior to that, if you remember. And obviously in 2020 when he played, they were pretty good. And he was the most impactful player on that defense that particular season. So anyway, we'll see. But those those things are different than what they're going to do in terms of the quarterback and, again, for them to admit 
through six after six games. Nah, this this not going to work out. I think it would take some real uh, admittance of guilt in a sense, but I don't. I think it would be applauded because like some of the best people have been the best people at this have been able to cut losses, like minimize the mistakes. And this is where this organization has failed miserably. Like once you knew that there wasn't anything you could do to keep Trent Williams happy here, you had to trade him. Instead, of course, they drug it out, and then it ended up being kicked. The can was kicked down the road to be Ron Rivera's problem, and all they could get out of it was, you know, with the fourth round or whatever it was from the 49ers, which is terrible. For a guy who's Pro Bowl level every year, all pro, and, you know, has been a monster at his position and was, was great when he was here too, when he was healthy. Then, of course, the Kirk Cousins thing, same deal. It's like just the, the forward thinking, like a smart thinking ahead team, like much like Philadelphia. I hate to keep bringing up the Eagles. It just pisses me off to do this. But to, to again, draft a Jalen Hurts, you know, to do those kind of things. And it would make so much sense to get Hal on the field at some point to find out. Because if he were to be the guy that you, you know, supposedly you thought he was because you drafted him, to play him next season or beyond on a rookie contract, think about the money. Like, again, go back to Seattle, how much, how well they did when Russell Wilson, prior to getting paid, paid, how well they could build that roster. Now, of course, you'd actually have to go out and spend money in free agency to, to do that, to take advantage of it. And also, you could take care of some of your own and not be stuck in these awkward positions when guys can just leave in free agency. So there's there, there's a lot of benefits to it, for sure, if you can if you can pull it off. But, yeah, there are not enough quarterbacks on this earth right now to satisfy all 32 teams. That's why if you have a good one, you sure as hell better hold on to them uh, for as long as you can uh, because otherwise, you know, you're in this purgatory, which this team appears to be in right now. All right, uh, 301-230-0980, 980 Thoughts on not necessarily what you want to do. I get it. I, I, I understand all the stuff. We just laid it out what people want to do. But what do you think they're going to end up doing? Do you think we're going to see another round of Carson Wentz? And do you think they're concerned about the 70% threshold? I hope they are. I, I think you have to be. Um, and, again, I would I think it would be interesting to cast a secret ballot over there uh, between head coach, offensive coordinator, uh, the two, the two you know, Marty and Martin. And, oh, yeah, I'd let Dan Snyder vote too and see who would uh, want to give a second-round pickup to Jim Mercy. I think somebody would have a big F no on their ballot. And I think you know who that would be. All right, three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. It's uh, Burgundy Gold today. Scott Jackson with you here on the Team Ninety streaming live on the Free Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast listen to every mlb game live the deep left center field it is high it is far it is gone stream minor league affiliates the midwest league home run leader 
best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, Burgundy Gold today. You heard the Team 90 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Uh, Jack Del Rio meeting with the media now. Uh, just to get started here a few moments ago. As uh, he is the head commander as uh, Ron Rivera is away from the team today dealing with a personal issue with his mother out in California. So we'll keep you updated on what is going on there and what is said. And we'll probably get you uh, a little bit of uh, – what Coach Del Rio had to say in a bit. Uh, DMPs from today, Sidney Charles, Cole Holcomb, they're saying is a foot injury. That's good. I thought was concerned it might be something else. Um, or may, I don't know if it's good. Maybe it's not good. Uh, Sidney Charles was sick, so that's encouraging. Hopefully he will be well by Sunday. <laughs> uh, William Jackson, and uh, is, of course, got the back problem. And Cole Turner's got a concussion. By the way, uh, Sunday, this is exciting will be the anniversary game of the epic um, London tie. Yeah, that's right. It'll be the anniversary, the six-year anniversary of that horrific London tie against the Cincinnati Bengals. That was such a fun game to watch up until the end of it. We did a um, post-game show from a bar that day in D.C. It was so cool to be down there at 9 a.m., Watch the game. It was very much a um, raucous crowd of fans that were there to see it. And, you know, it was a really interesting, great game until Dustin Hopkins missed multiple times that could have won it. It was quite aggravating. And, you know, how funny, you know, the irony of the, you know, in a place where they play a lot of soccer and they get draws, it was a draw. You know, that was kind of the goofy, funny part about it, but very frustrating. But what a goofy season that was. Anyway, all right, um, 301-230-0090. I want to finish up this conversation, and we're going to get to some other things, including uh, Jack Del Rio's presser most likely here at the uh, bottom of the hour. Whether or not um, – what do you think the team will do? How will they handle it when Carson Wentz is medically cleared? Will it just depend on where the season is? Do you think they are very anxious to make sure they get more of a look at him beyond the six games they already had, or do you think maybe – no, no, no. They soon enough they're going to pull the Colts route and they're uh, they're not going to show you anymore. So something shocking today um, in Philadelphia, Jalen Hurts. And this is pretty ballsy to do in Philly. Uh, he came to his press conference with an Astros hat on. <laughs> yeah, the, the Eagles quarterback, the toast of the town, wore an Astros cap as they're getting ready to play the Phillies, the World Series. That's quite funny. It's quite funny. Even, I mean, he should he should have talked to Bryce Harper before he did that. I mean, Bryce was the king of yeah, I'm a Cowboys fan, but I wear Redskin gear around town. Of course, until he showed up to the Stanley Cup Finals in his Vegas um, Vegas Taylor Heine, jersey. What, you know, what have been you? But, a I mean, while. look, he seems to Jalen Hurts is from guys. Texas. I Why mean, do you feel that is just born in Houston for goodness sakes? So I, I get it. Uh, I think it'd be you. Guys really I just don't know if I'd wear the cap in Philly. You know, um, but you know. He keeps just, playing like he does. I don't that probably get over it, but sells out, finds it's kind of gutsy. Scrappy. It may be stupid all at the same time. Uh, never gives up. That's <laughs> kind of how he's Jalen made Hurts, the Astros to fan. Being here and uh, Taylor Heineke apparently is in the injury report as well. He's got a calf injury. And then Sunday you did a but, lot of uh, was able to practice uh, today. So is that that's a sign of what's come out of practice? I guess Jack Del Rio did answer somewhat of the answer. Answer well, on the question about there's, there's confidence in the group to get it done. Whether or not was, uh, Chase Young is close to return, he said um, he is close, but, each week but has to meet with the doctors specific. again. So there you um, go. Didn't talk any setbacks. And again, when I uh, when Scott Abraham joined us last and, hour and said he was in the field and he was and practicing, so, yeah, and that certainly for, for that uh, that seemed like good news. And, uh, and then he moved it on certainly seemed like at least wasn't any anything slowing him down over these last few days if he was able to get on the field. Uh, uh, wasn't today. in uniform today. I was just so wondering a, a what's the status plan one, uh, update with him. Chase Young. So, again, there's uh, some big extra cautious here. He was yeah, never going to play uh, this weekend hard. on field um, turf in he's, the – He's close. Is it the RCA he's Dome? Or they changed the name of it a long time ago, right? With uh, 
With they the changed doctors. the name of that thing and a while until back. He's cleared. We're just uh, rooting for him, you know. But he's doing a great it? job, working hard and keeping the spirits oh. high. And, um, um, yeah, he used to be the RCA dumb years ago. Very engaged. What is the Indianapolis? Don't you know, hold until he gets the clearance. It's just a wait and see. Whatever that place when is. When he comes what back, is that place the group has play? really kind of coalesced. Lucas Oil come together. Thank you. Yes. Uh, gosh, what, where do you see him kind of augmenting stuff? Adding on to what's already been built the last month, month. The house and that Peyton built. Yeah, that's that. That's so anyway, be, there was no chance you know, he was going to play on that turf. What will be about is just makes total sense. So anyway, fit in and. We'll see if this is um, moving the right direction. But as I said before, if you go Jack again on the date of surgery for Chase Young, season, um, the 27th of November, and that is not the worst thing in the world. Together a plan for, for that. It's not, that's not a bad well, timeline at all. Out of four-man rushes. It's just a year. Or before, even he, he'd be a few weeks Sunday before that if he plays the Philadelphia game. And, uh, and then you move on or to the next one. the Vikings game, however they want to handle it. I guess it just depends. I would suspect um, they would want him to have two full weeks of Chase practice, but maybe not. Uh, and again, you would think when he comes back, the way the defense has been playing, they're going to spot him anyway. They're not going to throw him out be, there for, you know. When he comes back, fifty plays or whatever it ended up being. Jack is not going to get that. They're going to they're going to spot Jack spot is, him in the beginning, before they actually, uh, you know, go full bore. They got to make sure that he's he's well. All right, we'll get to uh, some of the um, Jack Del Rio stuff coming up in a little bit. Uh, he is still talking, so once that wraps up, we will re-rack her for you and hear what he had to say about uh, not only today's practice, but moving into uh, Colts week and getting ready for a quarterback there's not a whole lot of tape on. Sam Ellinger uh, is, you know, pretty much saw some of the preseason stuff this year. They really liked him in this year's preseason. He has played in some regular season games, but really just as kind of the quarterback sneak quarterback, the wildcat quarterback kind of thing. He's not been a guy who's been a threat to throw the football in games in the regular season yet, but obviously on Sunday he's going to have no choice uh, when the uh, Colts take on the Commanders. All right, coming up we'll uh, get into some of the stuff from what Jack Del Rio had to say. Uh, also, uh, more of your phone calls at 301-230-0980. Scott Jackson in for you here on Burgundy Gold today here on the Team 90 Streaming Live on the free Odyssey app. All right, welcome back. Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. As you mentioned, Jack Del Rio today doing a little longer media session as he is in the head coaching position for uh, one Ron Rivera uh, with Ron Rivera out today. So um, let's hear a little bit. Here was the exchange a little while ago. Jack Del Rio uh, talking about Chase Young uh, when the questions were why they did not start the clock today as originally playing. Chase didn't. Uh, wasn't in uniform today. I was just wondering, what's the status plan update with him? Uh, Chase Young. Yes. Yeah, he's uh, working hard. Um, he's he's close. Um, I know he's scheduled to meet with uh, with the doctors, and until he's cleared, we're just uh, rooting for him. You know, but he's doing a great job working hard and keeping his spirits high and um, staying involved mentally and, and being very engaged. And so. Um, you know, but that until he gets the clearance, it's just a wait and see. When he comes back, the group has really kind of coalesced and, and come together. Uh, what, where do you see him kind of augmenting, supplementing, adding on to what's already been built the last month, month and a half? Yeah, that's that. That will be, you know, what what will be about is just uh, having him come back and and play a role and fit in, and um, he'll fit in great. <laughs> Wow, David Aldridge pulling out all the words on uh, Jack Del Rio. I think he threw him off. Uh, <laughs> Jack Del Rio, by the way, I think the total time was nine and a half minutes, which, you know, I, I think that Rivera would be about halfway through his at, at that point. So, anyway, we'll get maybe the full-on version of that here in a little bit. Uh, I want to get back to some phones so before that. At 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. On the question of with – what the Colts did this week to Sam Ellinger, you know, shutting, you know, shutting Matt Ryan down to basically save future pain at a deal that has not worked out. Uh, I certainly would vote for the commanders to do the same with Carson Wentz. Don't know if they'll do it. I, I'm just curious to, to get the feel for what people believe the commanders will do, not what you want to do. I mean, I, everybody knows that most of us would 
like to see them move on and find a real solution there. But what do you think this team's thinking? Because it's tough. They, there's a lot of people stuck their necks out on the line for this guy. And six games has not been very pretty. And maybe the six games is not a fair assessment. But you do have this strange thing with the snap count. you got to worry about 70% of the offensive snaps. These kind of things. Where does that play in and how do you think they're going to handle this? Is he definitely back in when the time comes? We'll get your thoughts on that. Let's get to Roberto. Roberto, thanks for waiting. You're next up here on Bergen Eagle today. What's up? Jack, Brother Jackson, what's going on? You are, man. <laughs> I'm good. Listen, uh, if you pose the, 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 the question as if we give up the second peak and we get rid of uh, Danny, <laughs> I, I, I'm I will sure make Kevin it. will do I'll that parlay. this week. I'm sure Kevin's doing that I'll, this week. I'll parlay that into a one. <laughs> give him, give him, a, find a way to give him a one, too. Oh, <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> to get rid of Danny, anything. Anything. He's, he's in the table, bro. But in the in the real world, you know, I don't know if they're going to do that. Uh, you know, the the snap count just to avoid the second pick. So, And now with this new about Hennigan has uh, having a little calf problems, you know. <laughs> he practiced today too. It's amazing. All the hurt people well, are making sure they get out there. Yeah, he, he, I mean, he, that's that's why that's why the team loves him, man. Yeah, yeah, because he, he he's out there balling. He, he on one leg, he will ball come out that ball. So it is what it is. Yeah. All right, buddy. Thanks to call, Roberto. Right, Have a good one. All right, three zero one two three zero zero nine. You can always hit me up on Twitter at Jackson Sports. The Steeler brother says, "There it is." The caller who says everything you have is downside and everything you don't have is upside. Uh, I think he was talking about GA and Frederick earlier. Yeah, he says everything you don't have is upside. He goes, "Dude, started with certainty that six foot, one hundred ninety pound Bryce Young is a generational, and Terry is a two. He'll be miserable if this team wins ten games because the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence." <laughs> Oh man! This team won ten games. It would be be incredible this year with the way they started. Frankly, as Marty Schottenheimer used to say, frankly, yeah, I don't, I don't suspect that's in the cards. But hey, that's why they play the games, kids. That's why they play the games. Let's go to Dominic next. What's happening, Dominic? Dominic, you with us? Did you say Donald? No, Dominic. Oh, what? Dominic. Is that your name? Is that who you are? Uh, my name's Donald. Donald. Oh, Donald. Okay, I'm sorry. My producer gave me some bad information. Go ahead. Okay. Well, first of all, I want to say, man, Tyler Hannigan, he's a pretty good kid, without a doubt. Great player, but he's not, he's not the answer for Washington. He's not. And the reason why I say that is because, first of all, he's too small. He's got all the heart and all that. I don't think Carlton Wentz is as bad as people say that he, he is. Mm-hmm. I think that the way the way he handling the situation in Washington right now, it'll make him a better person. Because first of all, he's a much better quarterback. But the offensive line reminds me of when um, they drafted RG three, and the coach didn't want him, but the owner did, and it showed on the field. They didn't. They just didn't block for RG the way that they blocked for uh, Kurt Cousins, and all of it fell apart. But what I think that does it that's internal. I think the coaching staff as a whole, would be fine if they just let these kids play ball. They're taking the fun all out of the game, and the defense is all right, but I told my buddy at the beginning of the season, it'll be the fifth or sixth game by the time you see the full product on the field. And he called me yesterday, see, Lee, you said after the fifth, and I told him, man, you can't get all these people, new people in there, and get these positions and get everybody in the right position and do all the stuff in football. But as fans, we think we know everything about this and that. But most of them, never, the fans don't even know but what the But the defense actually is. brought everybody back. They rolled out the exact same team, actually, without Chase Young, obviously, because he was yeah, injured. But... They, yeah, but see, they rolled them in. But you got to remember, a lot of them dudes was first-year players, second-year players, and they still adjusting to the system or whatever. Yeah, and I don't Jack know. I, I think I can see that on the offensive side of it, but I actually think the defense – uh, we were told this offseason, man, this this was going to be seamless because of all the guys that had been here all offseason and everything, especially in that back end. I mean, they have literally – I mean, I would have loved to have seen some new faces back there, uh, especially in that secondary, yeah, but we didn't well, get that. 
I good. think the kids that played this year, I think I almost think they actually did bad. I think the referees with the calls and stuff that was going against them. Other than that, I think in the Philadelphia game and the Dallas game, I think they really had a legitimate chance to win. The penalties yeah. killed them. Well, oh, the offense was terrible. Yeah, the offense killed them but in both the of those games. Yeah, the offense was terrible. And but if you if you rewind to the Jacksonville game and the in the Lions game, if you go back and watch, it sounds like you have. You, you know that the defense actually hung in there for a while before the dam broke. Uh, and, and in the yeah, in the yeah, Jacksonville it, game, the offense put the the Jags on the you know five yard line or whatever it was, three yard line twice. And then the, the, the coaches might have lost two or three games themselves just with the bad pay, play calling. Like when Wentz threw the interceptions on the goal line, you got a 230 pound back, mm-hmm. six foot two. Then you got McKissick. They should have never threw the ball four times. Well, they should have never thrown the ball. Well, they only threw it three times. He was picked the third time. But yeah, they should have never thrown it yeah, to McKissick yeah, he, either in a crowd when you had never, those big and, body players, you know. And, and again, Carson drifted and all, in, drifted out of the on the first play. He gave up when he should have climbed the pocket. Yeah, and the, but it, it reminds me of the play in the Super Bowl with uh, Russell Wilson when they had the beast mm-hmm. mode and they ran the ball on the half a yard line. That don't even make sense to me. Yeah. Now, I didn't play uh, ball. I played high school ball, played at H.D. Woodson, played at Evans, played at Watts Branch, but I didn't get drafted because I was a knucklehead anyway. I just wanted to get out of school. <laughs> but I had, a, I, had a, I had a brother that got drafted in 91 by the Giants, Anthony Lee. Then I had a nephew. You saw my young, my sister's oldest boy. He was a, su- a rookie on the Super Bowl championship with uh, New Orleans from out of Largo, Maryland. Nice. And I, I know a little. I think I know a little bit about football to the point where I know if they get all the internal stuff together, stop trading players or stop getting just like they keep talking about Deron Payne. Man, I wouldn't get rid of Deron Payne for nothing in the world. Well, the problem they don't is have teammates that don't get a, They they got problems. Probably with salary cap or something like that, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, they get huge problems with salary cap. They don't have much salary cap space, and part of it is that quarterback who's not playing like a $28 million player is eating up $28 million, and that's what you have to deal with next year, Well, but I don't think think that you can judge him all for five games. I don't. Well, six games, but yeah, I I hear you. Okay. Because I think that if he would have played in the Green Bay uh, game, that he would actually had a pretty good game. Uh, but I don't think they've given – and I'm not a, 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 a Carlton Wentz fan, but when he was in Philadelphia, I watched him playing against the Redskins. Me that too. kid had skills. He did, but that was also and a couple I surgeries ago. That was a couple surgeries ago, as you know, yeah. too. So. Well, you know what the thing with it is, like they said, with Tom Brady, he didn't have a few minor injuries and this and that number. But he's been in the same systems over and over and over and over again. Yeah, different and I players. Think that not only with Carlton Wentz, whatever different players, they're totally different players. Yeah. But I'm saying, given the chance, I think that he can rise above a lot of that stuff, the mistakes and timing and all that. I think he'll get it together. Now Sunday, we won, and I'll take an ugly win any day. But all right, buddy. Looked at- all right, thanks to call. He's a lot. Donald had a lot to say. Uh, and look, it's some fair points. And by the way, I I have to apologize to the to the defense. They actually. Well, actually, it's more about the offense. The two interceptions, one led to a field goal in the Jacksonville game, and um, the other led to a uh, touchdown. But one one was not – there was a one-play touchdown and the one weird interception. The other one led to a field goal. So it was 10 points. The offense didn't give them a short field for 14 points. It was just 10 points. But you get my point. Still shame on the offense because the defense, again, I think, yeah, they gave them some big plays, and Christian Kirk ate their lunch. But they bent and did not break, as the kids say. All right, let's get to uh, Dave and Ashburn next. You're next with us here on Burgundy and Gold today. Dave, go ahead. Hey, uh, I got an idea for Carson Wentz. uh, After seeing him throw that block, uh, (laughs) we should just move him to the offensive line, maybe slide him over to tackle. (laughs) Couldn't be any worse uh, than a couple of the guards we've rolled out there this year. (laughs) Just bulk him up a little bit. He'll be fine. (laughs) All right, right, Dave. I'm glad you waited for that. Thanks, buddy. All right. Um, yeah, so he did make that block after a broken finger. I mean, that was kind of a football player move. You got to give him that. You give him that. But, you know, the highlight of his season shouldn't be the block. Threw two dimes to uh, De'Ami Brown two weeks before that. But, boy, that Bears game, 99 yards pass, and that was hard to watch. That was a hard watch. And, like, to go back to the previous guy's point, he's like, yeah, I'd like to keep, you know, Deron Payne. And, hey, so would I. But, again, you, at some point, you can't sign everybody on your line, especially in the defensive line, when you have um, you know that kind of investment. And, and again, you have a quarterback that's sucking up a lot of your cap 
whether he's going to be here or not, you know, that remains to be seen. And that's one of the arguments against trying to make it work, so to speak, with uh, with Carson is it's just too damn expensive. You know, unless you're going to talk him, does he like it enough here to play for less next year? I don't know. I I don't know. It's hard to say. <laughs> hard to say. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. All right, let's hear the Jack Del Rio. Uh, more of that coming up. I think we'll get to that. We heard what the little bit he had to say about with um, well, sort of an update, I would suppose, on uh, Chase Young. <laughs> but we'll get to more of what he had to talk about today, as he was uh, taking the spot of one. He always talks on Wednesday, anyway. But he is uh, taking the spot of Ron Rivera today, as uh, or no, I guess he talks on Thursday. And the coordinators are on Thursday. My bad. So he actually is a day early. Okay. So I wonder if that means he's off the hook for tomorrow if Rivera's back. Don't know. All right, we'll come back with that, and um, I don't know if we got Taylor Heineke before we go, but we're going to get into the Colts coming up at 2.30. Kevin Bowen, who uh, hosts radio in Indianapolis, will talk about Sam Elwerk and that experience, and I'm sure we'll get some Carson Wentz questions from last year for him as well. And will Jim Irsay have boxing gloves on waiting at the 50-yard line for Dan Snyder? I don't know, but it's something to think about. We'll get to it all straight ahead here on Burgundy Gold today here on the Team 90 Streaming Live on the Free Odyssey app. All right, welcome back. Team 980, streaming live on the free Odyssey app. It is Burgundy Gold today. Scott Jackson here with you. Doc Walker will be with us tomorrow. Uh, sitting in these chairs, talking commanders and Colts. Uh, Jack Del Rio had the big uh, seat today. As Ron Rivera is dealing with personal matter with his mother. Wish the best for him and his family. As he's out in California doing that. And uh, so Jack Del Rio got to uh, answer the Ron Rivera questions today. And the conversation starts with a question about the quarterback, Taylor Heineke. The whole guy, the, whole, the full-time coach. Um, Taylor Heineke, what, you know, you've been around the league a while. He seems to have an impact on guys. Why do you feel that is just from a defensive guy's perspective? Uh, I think the guys really appreciate his grit, grittiness, you know, um, He's just he's just a guy that sells out, finds a way, scrappy, uh, never gives up. That's kind of how he's made it to be in here, and how he's been able to impact us in a positive way when he's played. And then Sunday, you did a lot of four-man rushes, and just sticking with that, is that a sign of is that it was game plan, or is it more just like the confidence you have in that group to handle that kind of situation? Well. Obviously, there's, there's confidence in the group to get it done because that was that was a large part of the plan. Um, but each week, we're, we're game plan specific. Um, you know, different challenges come up each week. And uh, and so, yeah, you put together a plan for, for that game, for that opponent, and, uh, and then you move on to the next one. Um, Chase didn't... Uh wasn't in uniform today. I was just wondering, what's the status plan update with him? Uh, Chase Young. Yes. Yeah, he's uh, working hard. Um, he's he's close. Um, I know he's scheduled to meet with uh, with the doctors, and until he's cleared, we're just uh, rooting for him. You know, but he's doing a great job working hard and keeping his spirits high and um, staying involved mentally and, and being very engaged. And so, um, you know, but that until he gets the clearance, it's just a wait and see. When he comes back, the group has really kind of coalesced and, and come together. Uh, what, where do you see him kind of augmenting, supplementing, adding on to what's already been built the last month, month and a half? Yeah, that's, that, that will be, you know, what, what we'll be about is just uh, having him come back and, and play a role and fit in, and um, he'll fit in great. <laughs> Jack, you'll see a quarterback that, hasn't played in the regular season. Um, what's the challenge of and balance between looking at preseason tape and looking at what they did with Ryan? How do you figure all that out? Yeah, we do the best we can. Look at look at all of it. Um, obviously, uh, uh, last week it was a similar thing for Green Bay to go through, right? Um, I mean, we had Taylor played last year, so maybe a little more history on him. But um, still, it's uh, very similar uh, in that uh, – 
guys getting an opportunity to play. Um, they they like him. He, he's got some of that some of that grittiness that, that Taylor does. Um, kind of a scrappy guy. Um, can extend some plays and do some things. So um, yeah, we're gearing up for the challenge. You know, we we respect everybody and. Um, uh, certainly, you know the way they're able to run the football and and do certain things. Um, they've got you know, good receiver talent, and, and they've got a guy they're excited about getting a look at. And so, you know, we're geared up and ready to go. We've looked at all that, though. You know, I mean, all the way back to looking at draft reports. So, uh, been pretty thorough in terms of getting prepared for them. Uh, are you able to give us any clarity on Taylor Heineke as far as will he be good for the game with him being on the injury report? In, any, anything you can tell us about Heineke's injury? I practiced today. Uh, I, no, I think that's not much to talk about. Cool. Um, with Jamin Davis, it, it seems like he's made the strides maybe you were looking for here over the past few weeks. What what have you seen and, and what has he done? To, to Who are you talking about? Jamin Davis. Yeah. To, In terms of him making strides, getting to that, where you want him to be? Yeah, like like the group. I mean, to me, we just want to keep working, keep, keep improving. Um, you know, acknowledge the things that have been good, and, and there's been plenty of it, and then, you know, uh, the things that need to be better and, and keep working to correct and, and, and move on and grow. So I think he's, he's doing that. I think he's playing better. I think he's gaining confidence. So that's good for us. The explosives have been really cut down. What do you think has been the reason for that? <laughs> I don't know, but it needs to continue. That's, you know, that's... It's 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 work and understanding and playing together and, and leveraging and tackling. It's it's it really comes down to some of the basic fundamentals and doing those at a higher level more consistently. What is it like for you know the first two weeks? The questions are radically different about the defense now. That's you know I'm I'm asking about the explosives being cut down rather right. versus happening. What is that like just to see that kind of transformation and it's very normal. Kind of, yeah. I've been doing this a long time. The ebb and flow of the season. Um, the highs and the lows. I think it's important that we remain um, steadfast, you know, um, diligent, you know, work, workmanlike, and you prepare and then you compete, you know, and then you move on to next. And, and so whether, you know, whether we're super excited or whether we're a little disappointed, whatever it might be, it, it, it's on to next and the and next opportunity, next challenge. And, and that's where we are right now, uh, taking our football team into Indy. With, uh, with Sam Ellinger starting for Indy, how do you prepare, prepare for a quarterback who has such limited tape at the NFL level? Do you watch preseason, his college tape, or like, what do you really look for? Yeah, I don't know if you came in late, but no, I, I'm I, sorry. I kind of addressed No problem. <laughs> I, I did address it, and it's, we've been very <laughs> thorough in, in what we've done and, um, you know, take a look at all different levels. Um, so he's, he's young, young um, and, um, but he's, he's, they're excited about him, and, um, and I said, much like last week with, with Taylor, I think, you know, they expect him to go in and help them give him a chance to, to win the game. And that's that's what we're after. How has uh, Rashad Wild Goose been in the slot and just in the secondary now that he's gotten some extended run over the past few games? Yeah, he's been, been solid. He's, um, you know, he's a younger player that's <coughs> growing. He's, he's not perfect, but uh, he's competitive. And um, he's done some good things for us. You know, we've. He's a wild goose. And last week was a pretty good challenge against one of the league's better quarterbacks, and, and um, he did a solid job covering his guy the majority of the time. And has Benjamin made a particularly big jump in a certain area that's allowed him to be more effective this year compared to last year, or where have you seen his growth really I think, pop? I think, you know, like, like Jamin and Benjamin, those are just two young players that have talent that are growing and, and improving as, as we go. And so they both in, – in, in, their case, I think both have improved over last year and continue to improve, and and that's what we expect them to continue to do. You know, keep working hard and and keep keep improving and keep making an impact in a positive way for us. I know mobile quarterbacks aren't necessarily new, but have you seen like the ability of guys who even aren't mobile quarterbacks to move and scramble in the last five ten years? Well, it's, it's part of. I mean, it's part of part of the game. Uh, it's been a part for a long time. I, I played against Randall Cunningham, so uh, it's not. I'm not. You know, I, I've been around it. Steve Young. Um, it's it's becoming more and more frequent that you're going to play quarterbacks that have the ability to move a little bit. And I guess how important is it to for for a quarterback against a defense to 
have that ability to move and sort of avoid those negative plays, especially sacks? Yeah, I mean, there, there are a lot of different ways that you can. I mean, Tom Brady's been pretty effective, you know, um, so he's had a pretty good career. He doesn't move much, so there are a lot of different ways to do it. Uh, the challenge for us each week. So is after to this one, drop him. Understand the challenges that that, that the team presents, the, the strengths, the weaknesses, and make sure we put together a good plan to go attack that and help our football team win. All right, there you go, Jack Del Rio today, um, fill it in for Ron Rivera as uh, the coach is dealing with uh, personal matter uh, in California with his mother. Wish him the best there, and you heard. Quite a few things from Jack Del Rio, including you know obviously the uh, the latter part about you know quarterbacks can move because that is the one thing you do know about Sam Ellinger. There's a lot of unknowns in terms of how he'll look on Sunday, but you do know he can move around, and it's obviously one of the main reasons why they've got him on the field uh, in Indianapolis. And we're going to talk more about that with Kevin Bowen, host talk shows in Indianapolis 107.5. The fan covers the Colts. We'll get his thoughts on this move, and you know it's a costly one. I mean, look, it, they. They've spent on draft position, got some of it back with the trade of Carson Winston here to the Commanders, but also you know gave up some stuff and some money they're going to lose and they're not going to get back. It's going to be dead cap space. They move on from Matt Ryan after the season. It's pretty significant. So we'll talk about all that stuff and how it all may play uh, into the season that they're trying to save, obviously, in Indianapolis when we come up in the next hour. Plus, we'll get back to some Commanders topics as well. Scott Jackson with you here. It is Burgundy and Gold today here on – the Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.